1: Damn these Biloxi Blues It happens every night Never met a river boat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine I have not Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my nose. Sure. And I'll see you at another time This highway does not know my name and I don't care Nope Place, and I got three good tires and a spare.
2: Right to the hook right here.
1: Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Oh!
2: Budget Live, not so live from the Low Budget Live barn Grill. Down here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. Hope you're a bunch of low lifers are doing well out there, and this is the podcast for Monday, May the 23rd, 2022, and we're almost we're almost there. It's almost Memorial Day, the official kickoff of summer, I think. That's when all those crazy boaters get out there. i say it every year. That's when the guy's out there, and he's got his kill switch going. It ain't plugged in, you know. <laughs> every single time. Every single time. You see the guy. You see four people floating a pontoon off the trailer, two on each side. Here come come on back. They ease it on back. We're we're there, y'all. We're there. It's jet skiers running over you out there. Just uh, people getting rowdy, having a good time. They get the boat out for that for that first weekend of the year. Sometimes it's the only weekend they go out. God bless them. There's gonna be a lot of them paddling this time though because I saw gas is like four dollars and thirty cents. <laughs> so whew. that's gonna uh that's gonna sting a little bit. Uh, but good to uh, good to be back in the bar and grill. I've been. To the North Country, I've been uh, New York City, baby Went to NYC with uh, Triple Threat and Harper Uh, This is all Harper has ever wanted in life Is to go to New York City, so she graduated college I've talked about that on here multiple times But she graduated, so we loaded her up Got on an airplane on Thursday and we flew to New York City New York City, and I know so many of y'all have uh, Slid up on my stories on Instagram And and like, you crazy, you're out of your mind had an absolute, just fantastic time, man. I, I really did. I, I'm i not a big city guy. I, I've been to many, you know, with just travels in life. And I, I've been fortunate to go to a lot of them. Hell, I've even been across the pond to Amsterdam. I've been to a lot of cool places. Uh, but, you know, two, three nights is normally my deal. And I will say, it is probably my favorite big city I've ever been to. Now, we were just in Manhattan there midtown and uh and walking around doing the tour stuff man but it was it was so fun uh and it it made me so proud being able to do that being able to do that you know and harper was uh, we surprised her with this trip she was super pumped about it and uh you know never really had time up there like i felt unsafe you know there's a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions i think but i mean it's crazy if you don't like crowds and you don't like busy you don't like you know, traffic and, and, you know, to go four miles take you all damn day. It's, it's wild, man. But, uh, you know, the only thing I didn't like was, was Times Square. It's crap. I didn't like that at night, especially. It's nuts. I actually posted that on Instagram. People were like, holy crap. It, it was just wild. But, uh, there are lots of, them, man, Central Park's great. I saw people fishing in Central Park, bass fishing. Very cool. Uh, so it, it's a neat, neat city. It's a neat city. And, uh, we, we got to, Got to go see Jimmy Fallon I got tickets You had to apply for tickets And tell why you thought you should get them Because they're free They don't charge you for tickets Obviously that's what free means And and I put in about a month ago And last week I got an email Hey man, you got Jimmy Fallon tickets So it was probably worded a little different than that <laughs> Not hey man, you got Jimmy Fallon tickets But we got to go NBC Studios see it all go down and for me you know i I, y'all know obviously i like production stuff that's the world i live in part of the time and it's very cool to see that type production and to see somebody like jimmy who is a pro like it's crazy they were cutting promos in front of us and stuff dude he's just a one taker it's uh it's wild to see got to see the roots Questlove and the Roots. It was very cool. We were like ten feet away from them, and uh, Jimmy came up in the crowd and asked questions. Very, very, very cool experience. Very cool experience to get to do that there at Rockefeller Center, and that was our first day. We got to do that, and uh, very proud that I got to man. But uh, went to a Broadway show. Went to see Wicked, and uh, that was a good time too. It's a little long, a little long for for Dad here, but uh, but it was a good time, man. I would suggest if you ever get to go. If you haven't been, do that, man. Take take your wife to a nice dinner and a Broadway show. Step out of your comfort zone. I, I think that's what I kept thinking all week. Like, it's good to see how other folks live, and it's good to see. Uh, I think it, it just, I don't know, man. It helps you appreciate so many more, so many things in life. I really do believe that, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful that I got to spend a few days up there. Got to see the... Uh, the 9 11 memorial. And we went yesterday. And by the way, I just got back like 30 minutes ago. And uh and I'm fixing to leave again, going to MPFL this week. So lots, lots and lots going on as always in the traveling circus life, but that is mine and I, I love every second of it. But but uh went to the to down to ground zero and man, I'll be honest, short of Uh, and this is honest, 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 short of going to my own mother's grave. I've never had anything just immediately overwhelm me like that. And it's just, it's, it's heavy. It is heavy. It is heavy. And, uh, I don't think many people could walk through there and, and not get that. And there are fountains. If you've never been, there are fountains built where the two trade centers stood. And they have, and they're beautiful, and they go down into where the foundations of those buildings were, and they have all the names of the the folks that lost their life that day, and and just standing there, and and just on that space where that day in our history of this country happened, and, and man, just so many things you you think about that day while you're standing there, but but just that that could happen. That that was a reality that that happened in a city like that, one of the biggest, strongest cities in the country, and and just right there with people that were go- just going to work, man. They're just going to work, and uh, it, but it, it got me. It got me. We we hung around there for about twenty minutes, and and all three of us were like, all right, you know, this is uh, this is heavy. This is hard. So uh, I would suggest though, if you ever go, do that. I think every American should have to really. Like I think you should have to see that because it's uh man, it wasn't easy. It was not easy. Uh got to see a Korean there's a Korean war memorial down on the Hudson River close to where the Statue of Liberty's at and uh and my, my grandfather, my daddy Richard, fought in the Korean War. It was very cool. We we, we did a lot of things, roamed around, spent too much money. Uh, you can't turn Harper loose on Fifth Avenue with a debit card and expect anything less, but we, we had a very good time. So a lot of y'all reached out about it, giving me a hard time and, and, uh, and giving me suggestions on where to go, and we did a lot of that. So thank you very much. And I would like to report right here. Do I have a good um, – I would like to report we do not have monkeypox. Because that's that's a new thing. That's a new thing. Monkeypox. You turn on the news, monkey, monkeypox. Got that monkeypox. Monkeypox. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Especially New York City news. But then I heard a guy say, like, hey man, don't worry about it. It's not that contagious. And then and then on the news, it was like a guy from CDC, hey, not everybody has to worry about it. And then I saw where, where the president said Everybody gets scared as hell. Monkeypox is going to get us all, and maybe it will. I don't know. I can't handle another thing like this, man. We just got this COVID stuff kind of under control, and and it seems to be I got to fly without a mask on forever. got to see people's beautiful smiling faces. Now I got to worry about damn monkeypox? What is a monkeypox? What what is happening right now? In today's news, Luke Duncan has monkeypox. I feel like that is something you get like playing a Nintendo game. You have died of monkeypox. Donkey Kong Country, I don't know. What the hell is going on? I just feel like we made it safely out of NYC without monkeypox, so we did not bring monkeypox back to the South, it starts popping up. Do not call the Dunkins. (laughs) Moving on, (laughs) holy crap, monkeypox. I just want to keep saying that, monkeypox. No, wrong button, wrong button. That's not the monkeypox, here's the button. Monkeypox! Hang on one more time. What the heck, man? Yeah, and we were in the airport today coming home and it's all kind of just, you know, the TVs everywhere and just monkeypox, monkeypox. So I don't know, man. Got $5 gallon gas and monkeypox. It's going to be a hell of a summer, folks. <laughs> Buckle up, you bunch of low lifers. All right, I'm going to get these sponsors in here. Thank them very much for making this all possible here. At low budget live first and foremost, Startron kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater and your chainsaw and your lawn mower, but more most importantly, in your bass boat. You do not want ethanol getting in that outboard engine, it ruins your day for sure. Little dabble, do you? They sell this basically everywhere. I doubt if you walk into a tractor spawn and say, Luke Duncan told me to get this. They're going to know who I am, but you can try it. You can try it. Shake it in their face. Startron Enzyme Fuel Treatment. This bottle right here, this bottle right here will treat 256 gallons. You have no excuse to let ethanol ruin the works and ruin your day. Startron kicking ethanol in the teeth and bringing you low-budget live for a long time now. A long time now. Uh, Pro-God Batteries i got a dang garage full of them garage full of them waiting on that new express to get here but pro guy lithium's really loving those man I, I, i've stood on them stood on them stood on them stood on them and can't kill them i really like how fast they charge back i like how light they are helps me get up in them super shallows uh using the agm cranking battery a 31 series there you can try them for yourself. So many of y'all are tagging me in and those those purchases you're making using code LBL10 over at ProGuyBatteries.com. Tell them you're a low lifer. Tell them we sent you. And I appreciate each and every one of you. And I appreciate ProGuide. New to the show this year, near and dear to my heart already. We're working on big things, really cool things. Very Low lifer specific things. I will throw that out there. So stay tuned. Probably going to make that announcement next week, hopefully, about something big we are working on that I'm very proud to be a part of. It's really cool with Baitworks. But Baitworks, if they ain't got it, they got it on the way. Trust me, they're making huge strides in the online tackle game. I've seen their operation firsthand. It is impressive. If you are listening to this and you have ordered from them, you get it completely. They get it to you in a very, very, like, don't don't hit order unless you want it. That's what I say all the time. If you're trying to hide something from your wife and she's out of town, like, I mean, just, it might show up before she leaves. Like, if she's going out of town, it might show up. Like, you hit order and then somebody knocks on your door immediately. Bait works right there. That's how quick they are. You can use code Duncan-10, Duncan-10, to let them know you're a low-lifer. Bait Dashworks.com They got everything We're headed into that deep cranking season And they got every freaking big plug You can imagine on that website right now You're going to want to get them right now If you're in a part of the country Where you like to wind a big crankbait They got them I've seen them for myself Seen it Up there in Springfield, Missouri Baitworks.com Last but not least Hang the banner right here Express Boats Hot Springs, Arkansas I got to go out there last week Drop off the 2021 Express, X21, yeah, 2021, I can't remember what model it is, 22, I don't know. Whatever, it's an X-21 with c Deck, Yamaha Power Pulse, but I got to drop it off for a little TLC, and it is for sale. We are selling that bad boy. I got to lay hands on the new battleship, and it is uh, exciting. It's exciting times. It's, it's a stressful time changing boats because I really, really love my boat. I've got it where I want it. But, but we're fixing to make a little change, and I'm going to share all that with you guys very soon, walk through videos and all that. But Express Boats, building excitement since 1966, the official boat of the Traveling Circus and Low Budget Live. It's very cool for me to say. And uh, the official boat of Billy Lowen, who made the top 10 down there at Lake Fork. So congrats to Mr. Bill Lowen, Dollar Bill, making the cut down there, doing it to it in that express aluminum boat christy called him up down there as well i think summer all might have missed the cut but uh step up your game caleb no, i'm just kidding caleb smashes all the time lake fork moving on to lake fork very cool event i always love that event fork is one of those places that i really you know from like bpt earlier this year to this tournament it lives up to the hype it lives up to the hype and i think a lot of that has to do with it it is catch and release With the huge size limit and the slot limit and all that, like it's very well managed. It's a, but it's, but it's somewhere that every single time you have an event there, it lives up to the hype from a fan perspective, from the angler perspective. You know, I know it's always a case of the haves and have nots. Took about an average 17 pounds a day to make the cut, but Jesus, the first day is like however many bags over 20. You got a Cliff Prince with a 32 pound bag, of course, Lee Livesey. 31 pounds. Lee ended up taking it home. Congrats to Lee. Just crazy. It's crazy. He's dialed up, man. He has dialed up on that pond. He has been for a long time. And, and it's just, uh, if I'm the other elite guys, I'm like, hey, timeout bass. Can we not go here next year again? <laughs> just give him a trophy because it's wild. Of course, Brandon Polinick, G-Main, my dude, Gerald Swindle, Shane LeHue, Josh Strachan, a lot of guys gave him a hard time, but just not hard enough because he was just always just – Ahead of him, man, just ahead of him, And Cliff Prince never could get back on that deal. He had the first day to kind of give Lee a run for his money. But uh, proud old buddy G, he got his century belt. BP, Polinick, he got his first century belt as well, catching over 100 pounds of bass. he got his second one in a row, which is mind-blowing at this event. Two years in a row. And then uh, little buddy Shane Hugh little Shaney. Shaney got him one as well. Shane busted their freaking heads in. Down there at Lake Fork And uh, I saw Shane fishing around all this timber And it reminded me of a story I probably told it on here before But I drew Shane as a co-angler in the Forestwood Cup <laughs> I was a co-angler Shane was fishing for a half million dollars Actually the one that BK Brad Knight won And and we started on some schooling fish I caught one Real quick it was a keeper And then I just wanted to get out of his way Like I just didn't want a zero Because we had to weigh in weigh in, in an arena and they told us we had to walk across stage regardless. So that was a fear of mine because fishing was brutal. I practiced with Strader for three days. I don't think I had a bite. And he didn't have many. And Strader didn't have many. He had a rough tournament there. And, man, we started on some schoolers. I got me a fish. I'm like, all right, Shane, I'm out of your way. So he goes running a brim bed pattern through all this standing timber in these pockets, and the water's down a little bit. And, dude, he's got her pegged, trolling motor. He's got spare batteries in the boat, okay? It's the first time I've ever seen anybody do that. Spare batteries where you could just swap one hook up to the other, roll on. And we're just flying down the... And I'm sitting like this, like legs crossed on the butt seat, not even catching, like eating a granola bar or something. Like, I'm not fishing because he's going 100, and I'm just watching him and hoping he catches him. He's fishing for a half million bucks. He center-punched a tree as hard as anybody ever has, and I went ass over elbows, (laughs) son. I mean... And we, it was you could use a net. You still can in FLW, but MLFLW, big five. But dude, it, his net was laying kind of like across the the step there. I landed on the step with like the back of my head. I crushed the net. <laughs> it was bent like this with my big butt land on it. Completely. I mean, I was black and blue for a minute, for a minute. But Shane comes running. He's like, "Bro, are you okay?" I mean, I thought I was dead. I thought I was dead. He did, too. <laughs> I was okay. And we laughed uh, for uh, several hours. And he's like, remember when I almost killed you? And every time I see Shane, I give him crap about that. He's one of my favorite folks out there. Great, great angler. And he's going to get him one of them blue trophies before too off long. I'll, I'll assure you that. But uh, I saw that today. I was watching Bass Live at the airport. And I'm like, Shane and standing Timber, <laughs> But he did. He center punched a tree and sent your boy. Didn't go in the water, thank God. But I... I did, man. I, I I'll never forget how hard. And it was one of those like, you know, when you fall and you feel like one of those cartoon characters, like Wile Coyote or whatever. And you're just whoosh, whoosh, air's coming by, and you're you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to pump the brakes, but there's nothing to grab. It was all those situations where I just landed on my head and my back and my and my hips and just right in dip net. It was bad, man. It was bad. But congrats to all those guys out there. Great tournament. Uh, very very cool thing Bass did. Had Ray Scott's vest and tassels, the whole thing, the cowboy hat on stage, which is, which is very cool. Tip of the hat, no pun intended, to Ray and all the anglers on the first day wore a cowboy hat. Very cool. Uh, they got to use the cowboy hats that they bought for the Fort Worth Classic again. <laughs> I actually texted my mama bass like, do y'all have like to buy all new cowboy hats? Well, this is the same ones y'all use for the photo op when y'all are in Dallas. But a uh, very cool thing that they did to honor Ray at the event and and I, I just want' to throw this out there I just want to throw this out there and this is this is this is no hate or shade on my part some people do not need to wear cowboy hats and you low lifers at home that are watching this on YouTube and all you Spotify iTunes listeners are listening to a person or looking at a person that does not need to don a cowboy hat ever I, I've played music for many years sometimes I go down that road hey maybe this is a good idea Maybe I need a cowboy hat in my life Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope This is not a noggin that needs a cowboy hat I'm a ball cap guy No, no sir I'm not a cowboy And and I saw several of y'all I saw several of y'all on the picks and the galleries and the video and your post Y'all don't need to be wearing a damn cowboy hat either And I don't think you do I don't think you do on a daily basis And if that way improved anything to us Other than, than the shout out to Ray Is that most of y'all don't need to be wearing cowboy hats <laughs> Joey Swintez pulls one
1: off. Joey C. All the time. Fishes
2: in one all day. Cowboy Joey. I, I saw the naked cowboy down on Times Square. Dude in his underwear. Cowboy. He pulled off a cowboy hat. Your boy can't pull one off. Can't pull one off. My butt Ryan Engelman plays for Turnpike Troubadours. He can wear a ball cap cow- and old black cowboy hat on stage. He looks like a badass. I can't pull it off. Ryan Bingham, cowboy hat wear. Luke Duncan, not a cowboy. I'm not comparing myself to Ryan Bingham. I like to throw that out there. But I think so many people, because of uh, Yellowstone, started wearing cowboy hats, though. They do. And and I have strong cowboy hat opinions, because I live close to Nashville. And, and like, I just flew in there this afternoon. Dude, just everybody buys a cowboy hat when they go there. You shouldn't. Just because you're coming to the home of country music. don't buy you a cowboy hat, don't buy you cowboy boots if you're not for real, Okay. Thank you for stimulating the Davidson County economy That I have nothing to do with That you should not purchase a cowboy hat Just because you think it's a good idea <laughs> It's like this right here Yeah, it's a little something like that <laughs> Oh me, sorry I have thought that all weekend Like every post I'm like, man I mean, and, and there's some boys that pull it off You know There's some boys that can pull one off But I can't Some ladies out there can pull them off too No, I, I ain't hating on that but I, I just, man, I'm not a cowboy hat person. I wish I was. I wish I was. I think they make you at least look like from a distance like you might whip somebody's ass. <laughs> and then they're going to get up on my little scrawny self and understand that that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> oh, good event, though, out there in Texas. I wanted to say a quick congrats, Nick LeBron James. Nick LeBron winning Gunnersville. I had I uh, recorded before that tournament had ended last week. Very cool to see him win. That dude is an absolute animal on the water. Nicest guy in the history of bass fishing probably. But he's been due for a long time. Got an open win last year. Now a tour win. Very cool. Will not be his last. The guy is super dialed. And, and it was cool. He's, he's a shallow water guy. You know, he won the All-American fishing shallow down in Shreveport. He won Grand Lake fishing shallow. Now catches them out there on them Tennessee River ledges. And that Guntersville tournament, seeing the weights from that got me so – Amped up because of some of the best weights I was talking to Alex Davis Some of the best Tennessee River weights We've seen in a long, long time Consistently through the field And it was encouraging I said on this very podcast Gunnersville, overrated overrated. It's not like Lake doesn't stand up to the pressure They have so many different tournaments During the week And of course it doesn't help That you can bring bring them all in You know, every five nights a week Tournaments bringing in bigs and bigs and bigs And a lot of those fish don't make it, man I really don't think they do And those little wildcatters and stuff Think same th- the same thing goes on at Pickwick. Same things happen at Kentucky Lake, but very encouraging. We had a there was an Alabama bastard on Wheeler this weekend too. The weights were fantastic, so I'm anxious to see what the elite boys do in in a week, or two weeks, whenever it is on Pickwick. I really uh, hope it shines for them. It's been fishing kind of eh lately, but I, I'm excited to see what those weights look like down there on. Pickwick, so Tennessee River. Y'all know I'm Tennessee River boy. Got to give some Tennessee River props up there, but uh, very fun to see and good to see those weights being what they are. Oh man, I just got a text from a guest. Let's see. Let's see here. All right, so just gonna do this. Just gonna do this right now. So we got a guest today, y'all know him. He's one of my favorite guests he's probably the I think he's been on here more times than anybody He's fishing the MPFL this year along with the big five He's one of my best friends in the world but this week our MPFL event is on Watts Bar Tennessee gonna be an incredible week gonna be live coverage Thursday and Friday because we're bumping up against Memorial Day so Competition days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday We will be going live Thursday and Friday I'm going to make a pit stop over at Watts Bar Then I'm going to the airport and Going to Milwaukee, Wisconsin on Wednesday To uh, to do some filming up there in the studio Be bringing you all the live action with Fat Cat Newton And we got, I don't think it's been announced yet Bradley Hallman on the water this week But this guy, this guy right here Been out there practicing all day And I'm bothering him But we're going to talk to him We got a couple stories we got to get out of him here Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the guy that's not going to answer the phone. Hello? BK. Brad Knight, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on a second, Brad. Hang on. <laughs> Brad Knight. Yeah, you ain't got to say I mean, uh, Should I start dancing? Yeah, buddy. When that beat drops, BK, when that beat drops, I've been in NYC, dude I might take up like a DJ career and stuff now, screw country music Yeah,
0: dude, I was kind of thinking, I was going to start dancing or something I thought we were back at Sam's wedding again Yeah, Sammy, little Sammy's wedding
2: Well, I I introed this, I forgot to say that you're a millionaire bass fisherman and all this other stuff But uh, I said, this is one of my best buddies in the world And he's the most, I think you hold the record for LBL guest appearances I'm pretty sure you do the first well, hey, one that started. May be the with... only record
0: I'm going to hold in bass fishing. <laughs> what else is there? Dude? What else? I dude, there? you
2: got one of those force wood cups. They don't exist anymore. That's something they can't take away from here R.I.P. Yeah, forcewood. wood. I going to wait until
0: it gets to be uh, vintage or uh, <laughs> or like antiki or whatever you call it. What's the word? Shit, I'm going to sell it on eBay. There's God knows what it'll be by the time that happens. They get done with this five thousand dollar licks at a time. Them and gas prices. I'm going to have a damn. Metal cup on the side of the road That wants more after the term is over Like the people that Y'all got, it know, him, y'all got him on them cups? Yeah yeah. The, the volunteer fire department Where I'm at They stay at the four lane And hold a rubber boot out For money, you know So Pull up, you give them a couple of bucks Shit, that's gonna be me You're my tackle box I'm gonna have an empty Plano With the red light Gas
2: money Dude, I, I I landed back down here in the in the Southland this afternoon, and I saw gas is like four thirty in Middle Tennessee. What is it over there at Watts Bar?
0: Dude, I don't even know. I don't even look. You just swipe. I, I just I just stick my card in there and hope <laughs> to God it works. And if it gives me the all go, I put gas in the side <laughs> of my boat or diesel in my truck. It's so ugly right now. I don't even know. It is ugly,
2: dude. And now oh, I don't know if you heard this. A goddamn monkeypox. There's damn monkeypox coming, Brad. They talking talk about monkeypox everywhere in New York, and you're the only man I know that might can save us from monkeypox. <laughs> well, I mean, is it good? we get to shoot something? Yes, I, mean, I, I think might. we might. I think I think we are waging war on monkeys. I think
0: I'm not afraid to kill a couple of them. <laughs> just, just putting that out there, you know. If the government, maybe the government should hire me up.
2: It would be, be likely, one of those yeah, things, our awesome. government, you know what they would do, though. They'd be like, all right, you can kill monkeys, but you can't hunt them over bananas, and then we're all screwed, because how are you going to call in a monkey? They're smarter than we are. <laughs>
0: I'll figure something out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, you spent a day on the water today. I did, the First yeah, day yeah, of practice. Home.
0: That's uh, That's not a bad thing. Back mm, in your boat, in your garage get, after a day of practice. Getting huh? to
2: stay at the house for this one. Uh, of course, you fished you've only got to fish one mpfl because you, we had a conflict on pickwick with our Hartwell event so you missed that one which was a fun one but pickwick was good for you too you about made the dang slipped up and slipped in that top 10 down there uh yep. had a had a I, I won't even say mediocre but had a had a not brad night first day and then and then you came back and smashed on them the last two days
0: yeah and, i kind of just kind of figured it out a little bit better as uh as the tournament went i didn't have the great practice but I kind of committed and, and knew how I wanted to fish. I just didn't quite yet know the location to get it done at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and that just kind of a little deal or a little tip for just anybody out bass fishing because everybody wants to have like a practice and a game plan and it has to go all according to plan. And these days and times, you just have a general area. And I mean, in a two-day practice that we get on the pro circuit, you don't have time to dial anything in. You just no. basically, you you've got an area and you're going to guess and you hope that you guess right and then your tournament sort of evolves from that point forward. Right. And, uh, you just kind of keep putting the pieces together. And, and that was one that I, I, I just kind of figured out. I got really fortunate and got a couple of decent key bites, but, uh, the shad started spawning, the bass were kind of finishing up, uh, my time of the year on the Tennessee river. It's the way I like to fish, uh, shallow water deal. And I read the water well. And, uh, you know, man, if I could have just got it one more coal, could have gotten the top 10. I really thought that I could have had a chance at that one, but, uh, is what it is had i think we finished 15th and yeah man it was great, to event. The next
2: one. great event yeah and you just came off of gville you made a big charge there on day two and and just got some good points but just barely missed out on on getting money there and now over here another tennessee river lake but this one is a little closer to home yeah yeah i've spent a
0: considerable amount of time on watts bar obviously it's my home lake uh, it's where i grew up bass fishing how where i learned to fish I was a kid walking the bank with a cane pole to, you know, where we're at now. Uh, the the odd twist about me and Watts Bar is kind of this, uh, you know, today I got to thinking about it. I think it's been probably close to 10 years since I've put any kind of good, what I consider hard tournament style practice or work in. Wow. Um, I've had media days there. Um, I've taken a buddy fishing an evening here or there. But uh, you know how it is, man. The season rolls were gone. You're at Pickwick. You're at Mm Gunnersville. You're at
2: Okeechobee. You're you're in And those prime times most of the time, too, right? Like when the fishing's the best, we're somewhere else.
0: Correct. And I'm just going to be honest here. When it gets to be, uh, you know, springtime, if I get home for two weeks, I'm not going, like when it's April the 10th, going, man, I'm going to go down to Watts Bar and really crack them on a a spinnerbait today. No, I'm going turkey hunting. (laughs) That's
1: right. We're going to shoot some. I
0: don't spend time fishing around the house. Fishing's my job. I love what I do. But uh, you know, I'm not a fishing junkie like a lot of these guys are. I mean I, I just I just don't do a lot unless I have to be there at a tournament. And uh this is a this is a perfect example where this is kinda hurt me. Where uh, interesting. You know, I have a position to where you have a major, you know, potentially to have a, a pretty major you know, home field advantage in the unique mm-hmm. aspect that Watts Bars never had a pro tournament there.
2: before. That's what I was going to say. This is the first first of its kind. Right. BPT's coming no later. No throw out there. Yeah. There's no, this
0: area of the lakes where you need to be. That you know, the the book's been written on Chickamauga now. Like if you just you're a rookie fishing a tournament on Chickamauga, you know what baits to throw, where to throw mm-hmm. them at, what weight you need, the whole nine yards. You know everything about the lake. What what they you know, one end to the other. And uh, that's just not out there on Watts Bar. So that's kind of the unique factor there, or the X factor. But also, I think that's going to help a lot of guys. The lakes fishing a little bit off are different this year. And uh, so, you know, kind of history isn't one of those things that can, you, you know, it's going to be a, a double-edged sword. It's, it's going to help you in certain instances, but I also feel like it can hurt you really bad in this one, too. Because where you got three in the live well and it's 1130 and you're trying to run, to, to, you know, 10 miles down the lake to your other deep hole or, or you know, wherever you're going to how do you pass up 50 that you've caught 20 pounds on that's right i've caught a five pounder off of that dock i've caught 20 pounds off of that hole before i mean it's just hard not to pull over and fish those places even though they don't line up with what you're doing and that's Mm -hmm. that's the part of a home lake that can be kind of tough but uh again i kind of got off track there but my point was was you know by not coming home and putting a lot of time in fishing i don't really have any kind of you know, it's just another tournament for me, man. I've, like I said, it's been almost a decade since I've really practiced or spent much time here. So, yeah, I know some of the historical areas, and, uh, you know, we're going to put our head down and cast at them. I? But uh, I don't feel like this one's like teed up for any kind of. This ain't yeah. going to be elite live a Le- 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 say Lake <laughs> tournament. We'll go, man, go ahead and say it.
2: I, I said before I called you, I was talking about that tournament, and uh, I, if I was all the other guys on the leap field, I'd just be like, can we just stop going there? <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah. or just i mean because i mean obviously walters won you know the three years ago when they had it there but man lee's been dominant uh the last yeah. two years there i mean and and look pollinant gave him a run for his money but still came up you know several pounds short swindle called over 100 chain lehue i mean those are freaking great damn tournaments anywhere else you look at it but god he just that 31 pound bag was the difference maker yeah no doubt about those tend to be though those 31 pound bags uh today riding around out there though man is it exciting getting to fish a big event at home like that on on that home lake because i know you fished a ton of big events on chickamauga but yeah was it cool riding around and being like oh i did catch a five pounder off that dock one time i did this i did that was it that was probably special right yeah
0: yeah it was it was kind of pretty cool to, to put back in and uh you know, I, I went by a place like I was like, man, I won my first Thursday night Wildcat off that bank right there. Nah, that's cool. You know, just kinda, it just kind of—it uh, just kind of—it takes you down memory lane more. Kind of, I guess. You know, you, you try not to let your mind wander off of uh, off the task at hand, but yeah, it can be almost sentimental. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh full yeah, Full sure. type, type of uh, feeling, but uh, I tell you, one of the most surreal moments in my career was—I uh, think in 2015. That was the last time I fished. So I said it's been 10 years. It's been what eight? But uh, seven, eight, whatever. Um coming through I locked through to Watts Bar summertime and that tournament, they were out as good as I've ever seen them on watch Bar. Like it was as good as it could be, and I knew I was gonna have a chance to win that turn. Chickamauga and, and FLW. Remember, like, that
2: was the year you won the cup. That's Same correct
0: year. Yep. So like the first day you won, the like you go up there and you hit the lock and everybody that was on Chickamauga's heyday and everybody's telling you the whole time how dumb you are for going to watch Bar and I'm just, yeah, you're probably right. Although I'm thinking, yeah. We're gonna see who's dumb. But uh, I ended up being dumb, just for the record. It was me. <laughs> it usually is.
2: but man, a story of
0: Yeah. And I knew I was the only guy on a Thursday on Watts Bar, and they're like on 30 places piled on there. And I knew that I could leave one place and go to the next and go to the next and go to the next, and there wasn't going to be nobody out there. I mean, it was kind of like having an FLW Tour Tournament on your home water, and you're the only dude on the lake. And that was uh that was kind of like that so I've kind of had that feeling I guess yeah where I in recent years been having that sort of stuff yeah yeah so that, that was pretty one of the most cool things that ever uh, ever happened to me on the watch bar I guess most.
2: well well I won't get too detailed because this is going to come out on Monday and I don't need all the competition during the second day of practice riding around listening to BK's lake report know. but I mean is this going to be one of those we've seen. I mean, just looking at Fork out in Texas. I mean, there were still guys catching big bags up shallow. Y- yes, it was one yeah. quote offshore, but those fish weren't necessarily that deep right. with the low water. We saw it at Gunnersville. We saw a lot of shallow brim bedding going on. Of course, Nick ended up mm-hmm. winning it out deep. Same thing down at Pickwick. We saw. So, will this kind of be that? Are we getting towards that typical Tennessee River ledge deal, or is this going to be a mixed bag? Top ten will be doing a bunch of different stuff.
0: I think it's going to be doing different things. I really do. I think it's going to be uh, similar to, to most Tennessee River tournaments in May. Uh, you can pick your poison, but it's going to be one off the bank beat, okay. 100%. Now, the X-Factor's weather, if we have super high winds and thunderstorms all day long, then, then that might change things up a little bit. Um, but uh, you might have to go shallow a little bit here or there or mix things up. But. It, it's going to be dominated off the bank. Nice. It just is. Uh, local turn, it's just a little bit different. Uh, weights have been really low for uh, typical Watts bar stuff. But I, I, what's happening right now is there's just a lot of movement. Like there's day to day transition so stuff. Yeah. A lot of movement. Yeah. I mean, they're just moving. So a lot of guys are really going to get burned on this deal in practice where they're on stuff. And, and the next day it's just ghost town because you, you just really need to know where they're going. And and that's what I'm kind of banking on. Uh, it's going to be a, a straight up. I mean, I don't care to tell anybody. It's a, just a gamble. Turn it to me. I'm just going to. I'm going to fish where I, where they're going to go to. Mm-hmm. They ain't there yet. They're on a couple of them, but not good. Uh, but you know they need to get there. And and it can. I've literally had this happen. I don't know how many times where. You know, you don't catch anything, and then and then you come back. I mean, in the evening time, you catch one. You come back. The next day, you catch three. You know, by the afternoon, you catch five, and then the next day, you catch 30. That's right. They progressively right. just get in there. Yeah, and that's what – and it's the same exact thing that happens when they go shallow to spawn, right? Yep. Like the guy goes yep. out of pocket. And he catches two little ones and a three-pounder, and he goes back in there in the tournament and catches 19 pounds because they flooded in there, and he, he drilled them no so because he was fishing where they came. And that's what this tournament's going to be a lot of like. I think it's it's uh, you know guys that don't have or going to start the tournament don't have any idea that they're that they're on them and and they're going to catch them really good. But uh, again, my point was weights have been really low. But I think it's just when you say low, you're
2: talking. You text me today like twelve pounds won a freaking big big tournament with some local hammers in it.
0: Yeah. So there was two events on Watts Bar yesterday. Uh, One was a local club event had. You know, almost forty boats in it, and all those guys are watch bar. They fish it five times a week, and uh, it took eleven ninety in a five bass limit. And then they had an ABA two day tournament, or, uh, two days of an ABA tournament. It took eleven or twelve pounds to win yesterday, and then uh, thirteen to win today. Jeez, so it's a
2: uh, not exactly barn long burner. From yeah, not not exactly <laughs> so,
0: barn burner stuff.
2: Just but I, w-
0: I don't think those are weights that you're going to be able to count on for like our tournament. No, like, you're I not going to see. So. You're not going to see any kind of deal where twelve pounds a day wins, are. I mean, I you're going to have to have eighteen a day. You're going to have to have twelve a day to get paid. It, it, you know, one of those deals. So, I, in my it's, opinion,
2: uh, with the, this crew, I think that's going to be the case. Uh, so, yeah. not to cut not to cut you off, but I mean, I'm a radio host, podcast host, just like you now, and I had that <laughs> yeah. in my notes. I when, the last time I had you on, you were just starting the radio show. And yep. I saw you had Strader on and you had Dagum David Allen, the shuttlecock king. Yes, sir. So this was probably a two-hour episode because Dave talks more than I talk. But <laughs> how's that going for you? you? You've reached out to me, but tell the folks where they can find it and and uh, so they can go listen to on on WeCo, baby, W-E-C-O, the Brad Knight. I mean, it's it's very cool. You're doing a good job with well,
0: it. I appreciate that. Yeah, so we're about uh... – six months in almost, believe it or not, I, it's flown by. I still don't really have any idea what I'm doing, but it's really been, uh, it's been fun and a lot more challenging than I anticipated. And I didn't think it was going to be easy, but uh, the struggle part is, and, and you know, it's easy whenever you've got the week off and, and you have got five days to build a show up. It's hard when you're doing it on the off day of a tournament in Alabama or Florida. Mm-hmm. So it's balancing a lot of that kind of stuff and making sure you got you know service to be able to, upload a show and send it back for editing and it's it's been you know challenges that we're working through but it's been fun man i've, I've really enjoyed it i uh, i hope to get a lot better at it because i mean i, I have a hard time listening you know, to critique yourself but it's, it's been fun and I, I feel like it's been really educational and had a lot of really good content and had some great guests we've had everything from um you know professional bass anglers to local guys that won their first i love that i love that kids, part of, yeah. local kids that went on to killed his first turkey to uh, my content guy, Weston Bryant, who gets paid by some of the biggest outdoor names in the industry, Benelli, Nomad, so on and so forth, to go all over the country and film turkey hunts. Very cool. I had him on telling uh, telling some of his stories. I mean, just, man, it's, it's really cool. But it's all uh, based on local people in East Tennessee is what it's all about. Uh, it's called Inside the Outdoors. I own a family-owned radio station. We're uh, 54 years in business now, my dad and my brother and I, and um uh, it airs on Thursdays at 6 Eastern Standard Time on our local FM 1013, or you can stream it online at wcoradio.com. And we also have a smartphone app that you can just hit a button. Yeah, a they do. And I, I got it, baby. I got the app, yeah, so son. Yeah, you're a NASCAR fan or <laughs> Tennessee sports fan. We uh, we carry a lot of that stuff on there or Inside the Outdoors Thursdays at 6. But you can also go back to the website. We archive all of the shows. So kind of a radio show that turns into a podcast, so to speak. Very cool. With uh, all the library stuff. Yeah. So if anybody gets bored, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool show on there. It's, it's got a lot of really good content on there, man. I've had some just really good guests that have really broke it down and spilled their beans and had some really cool stuff. So yeah. I've learned a lot and, and uh, just getting to, ask things you know i hear people answer and i'm like man i I didn't know that stuff but i've learned
2: tremendous amount just being able to do it myself that's awesome man and i and bk doesn't half-ass anything so he bought awesome he got some good equipment right out of the jump he bought what i wish i had
1: (laughs) <laughs> like right I got out of the jump. I, 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 I did. I, I just, put you, you on the goods. I'm I've like hey. no
0: and pen. I said, "Tell me what to buy." But yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Now. It's awesome, so that, man. It makes me look like I know what I'm doing. Uh,
2: it sounds good, and it's. Uh, I'm I'm proud of you. It's really cool to see. And so y'all go, y'all go listen to that. So, what one last quick story? And I'm gonna let you go see Beck and Tinsley since you're at the house. This this has to do with the house, Brad. You're under attack in East Tennessee. <laughs> And you live in the
0: mountains; you just never know what's
2: going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brad has the neighborhood has a bear problem, and and they have torn down this bear has torn down Brad's screened-in porch. Tried, he tried yeah, to get screen damage. What what was he Do trying? Good. Was he just trying to get in to get garbage? What was he trying to get?
0: In? Well, we had the garbage can there, yeah. So, uh, but you got your hot tub right to there learn. too.
2: Got the hot tub yeah. right. Was he trying to get... I mean, yeah. I, 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 that's what I think he might have been trying to get into.
0: He might have been trying to take a dip. <laughs> I don't
2: know what's going on there. He's trying to cannonball in there. He's trying cold. to watch the damn Discovery Channel on your flat screen. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, it happens. <laughs> it happens. So now we got a like this 400-pound black bear that's, Begging that's tearing dude. everybody's... Yeah, it's we got him on video. I mean, he's a, he's a big one, so... We've got them, uh, it's tearing our garbage cans up and, and we're trying, we got to, basically we're having to learn how to inhabit with bears now. We've always had them, but now they're just, the numbers are up so high. They're a lot more human, uh, interaction in the neighborhoods and stuff, but, uh. That's crazy. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and day, I mean, you know, it's for the, I don't want to be put on record <laughs> here or anything. I'm guessing everybody here can do some math on two and plus two equal four on what's going to happen to Mr. Black Bear. Next time he shows up and tears my shit up. <laughs> He's going to be with Jesus Is where he's going to be I'll have his ass a rug Before the sun sets Next time I see him Only in bear season When it's allowed to Of be course Appropriate only, weapons Yes Followed by all legal methods And and, <laughs> and whatever else We need to say to Make sure that they can't use that
2: against us I would like for TWRA To understand that I am just the host Of this show And that I Only sport Fair and legal Chase of animals Yeah Yeah <laughs> But if a bear were to get shot eating a hostess honey bun. If that summits has got an iced up wide-ass
0: honey bun hanging out of his mouth, it did not come from the 27 quick stop in town. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right
1: now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man. So I don't even
2: I don't think you're gonna be able to focus on the tournament for this bear. I'm calling it right here. I think I think you're gonna have a good event. I don't think you're gonna have a great event because you're gonna have this bear on your. Brain, on your brain. Hey, every
0: time I, we got to talk to Lab, his name is Ranger, and ran the, kind of in the evening, I kind of you know I kind of got that wish factor. You got the hope versus the wish, and I kind of got the, I kind of got the wish factor. And every time that dude moves, or he'll jerk his head up, bark into the darkness outside. You're like, like, here we go, game
2: time, baby. You're like, up. daddy's getting tagged in.
0: Oh, dude, it's like SEAL <laughs> Team Six around here. I mean, I'm ready. To- you know, sign me up, dude. I'm ready to ready to get it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't be around here ladies and gentlemen, no Brad Knight. <laughs> That's all I got yeah. to say this is Brad Knight right there. That's amazing. Man. I
0: yeah. It's always uh it's never ending, man. You know, from one day maybe a rattlesnake trying to get in dude, the door. To I was gonna say to whatever. I dude, it's always
2: something
0: it's, uh, it's it's never dull
2: moments here. It, so I love it never ever ever a dull moment bk i love it and uh <laughs> what one more quick question for you and i'm gonna, i'm gonna let you go on this one it just popped in my head what's All your right. stance on a cowboy hat do you look good in a cowboy hat or not can you pull off a cowboy I'm gonna hat? Go on record and say i don't know that i've ever even put a
0: cowboy hat on in my entire there life. we go okay i'm a redneck guy I'm a, i don't know rednecks do cowboys no we're not I'm cowboys a, i'm uh I don't know. I'm kind of more just a regular ball cap
2: kind of guy. Same, same. I, I was talking about. I'm not, hating, on,
0: I'm not hating. Neither on am I. Bat. I just said you know, some
2: hate. people can't pull them off. Yeah, I'm one
0: like of on He's gonna. He rocks it pretty. Like he doesn't Damn look right. good in a, in a Phoenix boat hat. That dude's gonna scale a mountain to kill a doll sheep and, and a <laughs> freaking black Stetson. leather cattle hat. Like he's yeah, like he's ready to jump on a bull ride his ass off the side <laughs> exactly of the mountain. Exactly right. And,
2: stuff. and ain't nobody so. questioning him on it. He's got that mullet. The locks flowing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I seen some dudes on that Bassmaster deal. That everybody was wearing the hat. A couple of them guys should have probably looked in the mirror before they walked up on stage. That's that's a going to be some photos they were going to wish they could have back. Not everybody can rock the cowboy hat.
2: Not everybody can pull it off. I was glad they did it to honor Ray. I thought it was a cool gesture, but I said, hey, and speaking from, I'm not throwing shade because I'm one of them that can't wear it. it don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs>
0: I'm put some cowboy boots on now, but that's now, I'm, a, I'm a boot wearer
2: but I can't yeah. I can't pull off the damn hat. Oh I feel like God. you
0: got to rock uh, you got to rock the belt buckle to go along with the hat. You uh, got to be both. Yeah,
2: I can't do that either. But like you
0: know, some guys like in our industry do it. And it just you know, most people just laugh behind their back it was like idiots. <laughs> whatever, but you know, I get it. You want to be individual, do your
2: thing. You want be like a Yell- I, you want to be Yellowstone, go ahead.
0: I guess, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least if you're gonna do
2: it, be hard. You ain't just be like Got, a clown
0: about
2: it. You gotta like be ripped. You gotta be ripped. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be ripped. You gotta be yeah. ripped. Yeah. I'm with that. Gotta be ripped. All right, buddy. 100%. I want you to go uh, smash this week. I'm gonna see. You. I'm gonna be over there for about a day and a half before I go to the studio up in Wisconsin and uh, go be a cheesehead for the week. But uh, I'm gonna come see you, and uh, good luck this week.
0: All right, Thanks, buddy. I
2: appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Brad Anytime. Knight, everybody. Brad Knight, the one and the only Brad Knight. <laughs> I'm so glad he's on my side. I'm so glad that like I've had obviously y'all keep up with the relationships that ebb and flow in this industry. There's one person that I'm so glad I met through fishing that'll always just always by my side that is my dude, and that's Brad Knight. Lord, have mercy. God bless Brad Knight. All right, I'm going to take y'all out with some Bluxy Blues. This was fun, a lot of laughs. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as I did. Be sure to tune in, NPFL this week, TNPFL.com, Thursday and Friday. Me and the Big Cat going to be running our mouth live You heard Brad. I think they're going to catch them really good on Watts Bar. It's the first time a professional event has been held there. We've got BPT coming up a couple weeks after us on Watts Bar. So you can kind of get a, you know, if you're going to watch BPT, you can kind of get a little teaser of what's going to happen. Well, watch the guys support the MPFL, man. We really appreciate y'all. And uh, I'm going to see y'all next week. Be sure to hug your mama. Take you out with some Biloxi Blues. See y'all
1: next time. Jackson Town to Tupelo. I never could make it last Spanish moss or Civil War ghosts Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway, that does not know my name Head in my way for another place And I got three good tires and a spare Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas When you go out there